Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. Back with the man, myth, the legend, your Las Vegas realtor, Mr. Brian Leva. How you doing, sir? Fantastic. What's up, everyone? Thank you for tuning in and watching again. Yeah. So I have three topics that I didn't know how to work right. into one of our first two videos. So kind of just fire questions. You ready? Cool. Let's do it. So our very, very first conversation, two years ago, you introduced a concept that I'm going to keep asking about, and that is, you know, there's a problem in Vegas when builders start cutting lot premiums. So has that started to happen? So it already has started. I mean, we're, we're, we're barely in the first inning, right? So yeah, yeah. we're like, I've been saying before, a precipice. We're on the precipice. Um, new homes tend to be a little bit behind the resale homes. You see that instantly overnight, the traffic in the new homes start to slow down, but just because you're a major corporation does not mean that you respond. Yeah. In, 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 <laughs> the feedback like, loop is yeah, multiple levels. Wait, wait till I do the open door video. I think I might do an open door video about how, when does open door close? Exactly. I think that's one. Um, so again, there, some large companies make foolish mistakes that a normal investor would quickly remediate. Mm -hmm. So the issue with new homes is this. When you're building new homes as a developer, the kiss of death, what you never want to do is lower the base price. That's the, that is your last bastion of hope, your last resort. The first thing that you do is lower the lot premiums, right? Because mm -hmm. that's, that's just completely fabricated anyways. Yep. So no one knows what the lot premium was three months ago versus now, unless you've been paying attention, you probably bought or, or now you're going to jump in. The second thing that they do is they start giving you incentives. So, hey, if you buy now, we'll give you twenty, thirty, fifty thousand dollars at the design center. Hey, we'll put in a backyard. Hey, we'll pay off the SID or LID. We'll pay your association dues from a. Apparently, Google uh, really wants to know about SIDs. Um, <laughs> so, effectively, you're never really going to see too much of a price decrease on the base price. Mm -hmm. Now. In the last week, I had my assistant go out and survey a bunch of builders. I sent, I sent mm -hmm. you yeah. uh, her discoveries and we're now already starting to see it. It's a little low key. A little I've crack. Yeah. yeah. Like there's a million cracks in the dam that are forming and now yeah. you can, they were there, but now you can see them yeah, you can and see it's the only a matter of time before one blows and then the whole dam goes. Yeah. So um, it depends on the builder, right? Some, mm -hmm. it depends on the builder, depends on the location, depends on the price target. Some things inherently are better and they're going to have a market for it. Whereas others are, have always been a little less desirable. Mm -hmm. Now I've been sending you emails that I'm getting. So, you know, one builder, they have a lot of standing inventory. They have dropped their price, not the base price, but the finish price about seven to 8%. So I mean, we're talking 40, $50,000 advertised. Mm -hmm. What's crazy were these properties actually weren't completely finished yet. Their delivery dates were September and October. Mm. So from my standpoint, it's one thing if you have a standing inventory home and you can't move this thing, it's been mm -hmm. 30 days, start getting aggressive. But when you see a builder lowering the price seven, 8%, 
for a property that's not even going to be completed for two to three months. Yeah. What do you think they're thinking? Yeah. If they're worried about two, three months from now, yeah. you know that they're scared because they want to lock these in and keep people with earnest money deposits. Mm-hmm. So that way they're not going to walk or that insulates them from that price decline. So we're seeing that we're seeing lot premiums come down from 150,000 to like $30,000. Soon we're going to have certain properties that don't have lot premiums. Um, we're seeing people uh, pay off SIDs. We're seing a lot of these types of incentives. Toll Brothers, they're now buying down your interest rate to 4.99 if you buy their standing inventory homes. Wow. You're going to see a lot. That's going to be a really popular move just because the world we live in now is much more savvy than it was in 2008, where everyone follows interest rates. Uh, that wasn't so prevalent in 2008. So now that everyone's hung up on interest rates, a real smart move is advertising that will buy down your rate. You Absolutely. Know? I, w- I would tell it, I would tell every seller to market that whether you're a builder right. or existing homes, just offer it up. Right. Right. Yeah. So right now, again, you know, we're, we're, it's that opening salvo, um, but they're already responding. So like we said, mm, let's just see what happens August 1st when NAR yeah. comes out on the 20th and they talk about homes crashing, the media talks about home crashing, you're yeah. going to see some serious, serious uh, movement from new home builders. I agree. I agree. All right. So that's the one. Number two, uh, there's a, uh, I don't know what you call it, a condo hotel, hotel condo called Palms Place, I believe. Yeah. Very so- interesting opportunity maybe i don't know yeah i mean okay so th- this is more like a fun one right yeah. this is this is just for fun uh palms place we all heard of the palms hotel casino their heyday was back in what do we call them the odies the odds whatever mid 2000s it was cool it was a great place to party real hip fun mm-hmm. place had a lot of good times a lot of stories that we cannot talk about here <laughs> but um all things aside they built palms place which was a condo tell so if you're not familiar with a condo tell it's it's not a timeshare you legitimately own a condo but this condo is kind of set up like a hotel room mm-hmm. and they're all homogenous just as if you were staying in a hotel and homogenous means identical so you can buy a studio a one bedroom a two bedroom but these are basically hotel rooms but you own it so you can stay as much or as little as you want the, the pitch, and this was a really, really hot thing. There was about three projects that did this. MGM had what they called the residences, mm. same concept. Basically their idea was everyone wants to stay at the Palms. Everyone wants to stay at MGM. So we always are over capacity. So when we're over capacity, we'll just move people into your condo. So it was a really interesting idea for people that wanted second home properties because now you own a condo, but it's automatically put in the rental pool and supposed to cover your debt, right? Mm-hmm. So um, things have been very sketchy with the Palms over the years. They've had some, some issues. They were shut down before COVID. They languished during COVID. Now they're back. Mm-hmm. Uh, the hope was that now that they're back, prices are gonna, the values are going to increase at Palms Place. But one of the issues is it doesn't qualify for normal financing. So mm-hmm. it's a very, very different. It's not necessarily hard money. It's not necessarily subprime. It's a very different offshoot. So there's different qualifying measures. It's not really about the appraised value. It's about the income generated offsetting the debt service. Mm -hmm. So it's it's a very, this is a very small subsect, a very different one. But suffice to say, one of my clients who's an investor, he was really savvy. 
he got ahead of it. So he contacted me about six months ago. We put it on. It was a nightmare going through financing. I mean, it probably took about two months plus, Mm -hmm. but we dumped the property about, let's say two and a half months ago. When we listed, we were the only studio that was available at that moment. Mm -hmm. There was about four on the market, three were under contract. We were the only show after we listed more and more and more and more and more went. I think we were at like 350. Um, don't quote me, but I'm pretty sure we were at 350 and I think we got about list price for it. Okay. So I just checked before we did the show. We went from, you know, three, four, five, I don't know, six units for sale. Right now, I believe there was 49 units for sale and only nine of the units mm-hmm. are under contract. The prices are down to as low as like 269. There have been some of those, but some of the sales prices are in the low 200s. So, I mean, it's a pretty good investment when you're down that low, but the moral of the story is what the hell happened? Yeah. I mean, everyone is dumping and getting out and not many people are jumping in. Yeah. So you, that is a, I mean, if you contrasted, you know, three months ago from today, it's polarizing the difference there. Yeah. Then the final topic, I've only got a couple of minutes is, in your video that you talked about, the, the part of the market that's probably likely have the most pain is a particular price range where there's lots of new builds, a lot of, um, I don't know, just a lot of pain to come. You want to just touch on where you think the price point is that probably has the most pain? Yeah. So I've said this in my videos. So again, watch the videos and you'll mm-hmm. get a lot of this data. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, the biggest pain, I mean, the, it, there's pain on the ultra luxury over 1.5 million, but the real pain and where I think the real pain is going to be is in from 700. This is Vegas money. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So again, we're talking Vegas, but 750 to 1.5 million. Yeah. So our median price is 480. So wherever you're at, just adjust, just slide those numbers. Two, right? two to three X the median. Yeah. Right. And in Las Vegas, in the good areas, you know, Green Valley, Summerlin, the affluent areas, there's a lot of building and the majority of the homes really are in this price range. Yeah. So what you have is you have like old school reference, like a double whammy. Yeah. Yeah. You have, you have a declining market and you have a a market where a lot of buyers aren't really willing to buy. Mm -hmm. And then you have a price range where there's a tremendous amount of supply that has been built. Yeah. It's going to be bad. It's just a total mismatch. You got more supply coming into a retreating buyer pool. It's just, I'm, it's frightening to think about. Well, I mean, think about, and, and so it, it gets worse and worse and worse. It's, it's a compound fracture. So when you think about it this way, on the low end of the market, right, for Vegas, so like think three hundred to $400,000 homes, right? No one's built that no, product for, for like a, a decade. decade, two yeah. decades. Yeah. So no matter what, there just really isn't a lot of supply. And of course, everyone can afford those homes. So there's a tremendous amount of demand. That is very different. That's why when you watch my videos, I have a whole segment called yeah. housing saturation by price range because people always, people want black and white answers, but a lot of times the truth is just gray. And so to truly answer something, you have to answer it directly. And so that's why I approach it in that fashion is the, the entry level buyer is going to have one experience, whereas a luxury home buyer is going to have a very different experience. So you can't compare two completely different people. Now, when we talk about 750 to $1.5 million, yeah, it's, it's a problematic price range. And the reason is, like I mentioned, you have a glut of supply. Every new home where I'm at is right in that price range. You have a buying market that is constricting. They don't want to buy the product. Now, the problem is, one, 
you know, all these new homes that have been built over the last few years are gratuitously overpriced. I'm just going to say it. There's a lot of crap that sold for stupid money. And you have to understand, you know, when I say prices are coming down, when I say 30% on some, and I'm going to, I think my next video is going to be why some neighborhoods will come crashing down. And you have to understand that some of these homes just in, an, in a market that was very inflated, you had certain neighborhoods, certain home builders where the prices were just mind boggling. It, it never made sense. I was talking about this the last five years I've been talking about some of these neighborhoods, it's just because it's new, the prices are unjustifiable. Now we have our day of reckoning now inherent values come into play. And I just took out clients the other day and you know, they got $3 million in the bank. They're humble. They're looking for homes. They're cash. They're looking for homes around a million, 1.5. And we went looking and some of the stuff was just absolute crap. I mean, you know, some stuff yeah. like a KB home, an entry level home, a million dollars. It just doesn't make any doesn't make sense, sense when you go compare. Now these new homes are not new, they're resale. So a year ago, you bought it new for this, but it's not new anymore. Now you're directly competing with everything on the market. So now when these buyers have time to make mm. a better decision, they're looking and my clients are asking me, why do you think, why, how can this neighborhood so expensive? Mm. And I, I'm, I'm like, I can't tell you that, but I can yeah. promise you in a year, won't it be won't be expensive. There you go. So, well, do me, do me a favor. Where can people find you? You put on amazing stuff, not only your videos, but there's a lot of people that follow me that want to buy either a second home or invest yeah. in Vegas. How do you want them to reach out? So videos uh, on YouTube, the Lebo group. So just type in the Lebo group. You'll see my mug right there. Click on it. Um, and then easiest way to reach me, man, shoot me a text, shoot me an email. You can reach me at 702-257-LEBO, 702-257-LEBO. I'm sure it'll be in the description below. You can email me, Brian, B-R-Y-A-N, at Lebo Group, L-E-B as in boy, O, group.com. Hit me up. I'm pretty good about getting right back oh, to you guys. Awesome. So thank you. Yeah, yeah he, again, watch his channel, do his stuff. Uh, if you want to buy in Vegas, he is the man. Thanks, buddy. All right. Thank you guys so much for watching. I appreciate your time. Awesome.